The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome to the second edition of Handy Around the House. Uh, I'm Ray Campbell. Um, your, your ACB second vice president and facilitator for this call today. Uh, I thank everyone for uh, coming in and joining us uh, here, no matter where you are in the U.S. or other parts of the world, for example. And especially, I want to also give a big thank you and shout out to everybody listening this morning on ACB or today on ACB Media, as well as folks in Clubhouse. Um, I, um, after the first call, I um, decided that I thought it would be good to uh, put it on both of those platforms uh, in some consultation with uh, Cindy Hollis. And so that was, uh, that was, um, that's why we're doing that. I want to thank um, uh, Diane Scalzi, our host this morning, and she'll be taking care of all the raised hands and that sort of thing. And I also want to thank Jane Suh for, for, um, Handling, uh, handling Clubhouse and handling our streaming this morning, today. So, um, all right. Well, I've got a couple of topics I'm prepared to talk about. Um, but before we do that, I just want to give a couple of disclaimers that um, I will give. Um, a lot of what I'm going to be talking about deals with uh, the U.S. and how, you know, thing, if we get into things like building codes and stuff like that, it mainly deals with U.S. Um, obviously, I can't speak for other parts of the world um, <clears throat> in that regard. But um, in that, the second thing is uh, anything we discuss here in terms of uh, projects that you might be contemplating uh, or need to do in your home. Uh, if you do not at all feel comfortable doing any of them, uh, you know, please avail yourself, hire a professional. Uh, to help you with that or get a trusted friend or neighbor to help you with it. Uh, um, there are some things that um, you know, I think we all have things that we're a little uncomfortable with, but that. <clears throat> so before we be, before we get into the topics that I've prepared to talk about, um, let's open it up to you. Uh, what have you been uh, dealing with in your home in the last month uh, that you'd like to share about and maybe get some help? Uh, from our community here. Um, uh, so get those hands up if you have things you want to talk about or share or have questions about. Uh, now's the time. So uh, let's uh, let's get those raised hands up there and ask away. Let's uh, let's have some share. We got some uh, background noise here. It looks like we're taken care of. Good. All right. Get those raised hands up and uh, we can go. So Diane, do we have anyone? Oh, we have lots. Oh God! Okay, let's, uh, okay. let's take Jewel them. Jewel is first. Oh, I bet I know what Jewel wants to talk about. Jewel, how are you doing um, with I'm your not situation? Sure if you do know um, water's back on? It's been on all this week. We're happy and as can be. Um, well, good, good. Yeah, even if we could have fixed it, um, like known how to do it, neither of us can get in the crawl space, so it wasn't something we could do. We got a plumber out. <laughs> We finally huh okay good yeah oh yeah the plumber who came out said i've been booked for two weeks so it wasn't like we could have before that it was not possible 
So we got someone sure. out there though. It was a joint that popped off because of the ice, and um, it was he fixed it within an hour. But um, that does kind of segue into what I was going to ask about, which would be more of a general topic, and uh-huh. that's basic plumbing around the house, like fixing a leaky toilet or a leaky faucet. It's just a general topic for future. Um, oh sure. Calls. Sure. Yeah. Well, we can. Well, we can certainly. Um, we can talk a little bit about that. Um, let me just share a couple of things, and then I'll open it up if anybody else wants to has us thoughts on it, or we'll continue down the list of hands. So, so well, you're hitting on a couple of things, Jewel. Um, one thing is that, especially up here in the Midwest and in the northern parts of the country, uh, it can get very, very cold in the winter time. Um, so you always want to be thinking about uh, the potential of uh, you know bursting bursting of pipes. Uh, so just a couple things that um, I will share from my personal experience that that I would recommend people do. Uh, first and foremost, if you're going to be going away and there's a potential that uh, temperatures could get below freezing, um, I would suggest turning off the water to your home uh, while you're gone. Um, now, if you're in a condo, you may not be able to do that due to the way the building is set up. But if you can, if it can be done, uh, that would be helpful. Uh, so definitely, if you're going to be going away for any period length of time, uh, you want to do, do that. And that way, if um, something does happen, um, you're not going to come back to water all over your house. The second thing I would recommend on that is uh, dealing with the the potential of broken of bursting pipes is to um, kind of know your house and know especially what pipes are on outside walls. Um, and, and what I definitely would do with those is make sure to, if they are in a, you know, in, under a, a sink in a cabinet or something like that, make sure, open that cabinet and make sure heat can get to them. Um, we, um, we have a couple of, we had some cold weather here uh, in the middle of January, and uh, so what we did is we made sure that um, that um, uh, we had the uh, uh, cabinets open on those outside walls, at least especially when we were not here, so that we knew that heat could get to those pipes and keep them from from freezing. Um, the third thing is uh, um, and uh, is to make sure that. Um, you know where the, um, um, you know, the, it goes with the first point, and that is knowing where your shutoffs are. And I know we talked about that last month. Um, I'll reserve discussion of any general plumbing topics for now uh, because I do want to take our hands. And so, uh, Diane, who do we have next? Kenneth Silverman. Ah, Kenneth. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, I got a different one for you. Um, All right. I was sitting on the bed yesterday, and uh, it one of the legs snapped off. Ooh. Uh-oh. <laughs> that's not, that's, first of all, that's a very nasty surprise. I know, um, especially when I was, putting on a, uh, I was putting on a screen protector on an iPhone, and I heard this snap. And there are screw-on legs. And then to make life short, story short, the... Uh, there were a couple solder joints that broke. It, they were they were screw on legs on a you know a 
motorized bed frame. So, oh, okay. <clears throat> what okay. I did is I took all four legs off so it was stable. Okay. But well, I don't know. I don't think I could fix that. I don't know if there are any replacements or clamp on. Do uh, you got any ideas? I mean, the bed probably, probably what your best bet there is is going to be going to wherever who I don't know how you you got that frame or who you got it from. Healthy back. Okay, you might want to. Con- oh, okay. Well, that doesn't help. <laughs> Do you know who the manufacturer of the uh, bed is? Uh, I don't know who made the frame. No, the okay. mattress, of course, is Tempur-Pedic, but that's not the frame. Okay. What you might want, what you might need to do, and you may need, if you if you're not if you're not if you're totally blind or don't yeah. or low vision yourself, you may need to get a little sighted help to try to get try to get down into that frame and figure out who it was made by and the model number, and then Google around for that manufacturer and get in touch with them and tell <laughs> them what happened um because it's a motorized frame it's kind of sounds kind of specialized and so you probably are going to need to if you can get to the figure out who the manufacturer is uh um get in touch with them and i bet i bet they would just send you four new uh legs um you said solder joints though um if you have the tools to, to do <laughs> to do some soldering now nah, the the things wrecked the the screw part is uh uh, yeah. I don't know what you call it. It's bent and the. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. What happened probably... is it? It was a flat disc that soldered into the top of the leg. I have an extra leg. That's not the problem, but mm-hmm. you know the mm-hmm. whole. Like well, maybe when it fell, the whole end of that side is crushed. Yeah, yeah. Sitting I on think... the ground on the frame is fine, but trying to move it to bear. Yeah, understand. Um, I, yeah, I don't so... mind it down where it is. It's just. Maybe I could. I don't know if they have stick-on skids you could buy from the like Home Depot or Lowe's. You know, I I I think what I would do is get in touch with the manufacturer, figure out who the manufacturer is of this, and get in touch with them and see because they may have they may be able to just send you uh, replacement parts and then you can put it back together that way. Uh, might be a, a a way to do it, but you may have to get a little a little help identifying who that is and so. Well, lifting got, it, lifting it is a two-person yes. job because it weighs yeah. a ton. I, I got, I got you, Kenneth. Hey, I'm going to move on to some other hands All right, right now, well, but um, no problem. And maybe other, things. maybe other people here have ideas as well. So you we'll, bet, we'll yeah. be, take those. You bet. All right, who do we got next? Okay, next is uh, Janet Wright and Jewel. I see your hand, but I'm going to try and get to everyone that hasn't spoken yet. So, um, right. Janet. Hello, this is hey, Janet, Janet. In, in cold Colorado, where it's rainy. Better but than anyway, snow. I, I was going to mention for people who have uh, pipe issues is I've heard of running running your uh, running your water um, to a drip. Yes, that's another good tip. The other thing, and and you just jogged my memory on it too. Uh, that, that, that was I had a question, but go ahead. Let me just finish this point. Yeah, turn your water on to a, a drip. Um, uh, so you know, just let let it you know. Just one faucet. You don't have to do the whole house. Just one faucet to uh, uh, allow that to drip slowly, so that you have water moving through that pipe. The other thing, uh, and then you raise a good point. If you do get a pipe that's frozen, and you know it's frozen pipe, uh, you want to heat that up slowly, and so you want to get something like a hair dryer or something on that pipe, and uh, you know, heat that up slowly to thaw that pipe out. Uh, so that, um, and you probably want to do that with the water off so that, uh, to, 
to to that to that fixture so that you you know if it's if it because when it thaws if it's got a a, a, a burst a, a potential burst in it that's going to start <clears> running <throat> water all over the place so you get that thought out and then you can go ahead and go about go about fixing go about fixing it and I think they even have tape you can wrap around your faucet. They do. Too. They have heat tapes for for heat pipes tape, too. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. What's your question, Janet? Um, what's the easiest way for a person who does not know how to um uh, unclog your toilet when your toilet runs over? Ah. Uh, <laughs> oh yes, that that is a nasty surprise when it happens. Yes, um, it is. I know. I've had to do it to me, and I don't. I don't. I've okay. Not, I've never Best, used a plunger to plunge it out. So you, you know. know what? A, a plunger really isn't that hard to use. So just just stick it down in there, and <clears throat> and and you don't have to stick your hands anywhere near it. But if you do want to make sure you're plunging correctly, you might you want to get some latex gloves so that uh, you're. Done. But just you know, just shove just shove that shove that clog down. Basically, is what happens. Um, the other, so just, uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes you don't know it's, and, and, and what I would say with toilets too, if it starts sounding a little funny when it flushes, um, like if it seems like it's the water doesn't go all the way down, you know how, you know how toilets flush and they have that pump, 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 pump sound kind of at the yeah. end. If you don't hear that, then there might be something going on. You might want to just drop your plunger, preempt a little bit, drop your plunger down in there. And make sure, and you know, knock. Try to knock whatever is in there through, so it doesn't get clogged up, and then uh, you have a mess. That is a very. Uh, we have had that situation here, and that is a very unpleasant thing, and, and it's a helpless feeling too, because it's like, oh my god, now what do I do? And of course, that water, that kind of water all over the floor, um, is not very nice. And no. so, and but the, no, the, just the, the other thing was, is there was, there was really no, there was really. No clog in the toilet. It just did it did it on its own. I don't know why. Yeah, sometimes there was an air bubble or something. I don't know. Yeah, it could have been uh, the other thing that'll happen sometimes is you get too much, uh, you know, too much paper down there. <laughs> the paper doesn't go all the way uh, all the way down. I don't want to get too graphic here, but uh, <laughs> the paper don't go all the way down and it clogs down in there, and then it uh, it'll it'll do that. So. Um, you can, you can, you can, the other way, another way that you can tell, and I, my apologies if anyone is eating lunch at this point. <laughs> yeah, really. Is you can, if you kind of, kind of smells a little funny, um, you might want to just check and make sure. Just take that plunger and shove it down in there and just see if you need, need, maybe need to knock something through. Geez, everybody's leaving. Yeah, about well, that. some of us don't, some of us don't have really good smellers. So that'd be kind yeah, of Okay. Yeah. That, that, that would be difficult then. Yeah. Um, but no, the, but, but this brings up a really good point though. And, you know, sometimes it's, it can be unpredictable, like you said. So you want to have a plunger by each toilet. And um, by the way, there is also talking about plungers. You can also get a kitchen plunger and basically those, those have a wider, m- wider opening on the bottom of them. And they're for like the big drains in your sink, your kitchen sink, if they get clogged up. And stuff you know can knock stuff through. Um, so um, we'll see if we have time. I want to talk about drains a little bit because um, you know just kind of my philosophy on unclogging them. So, but we'll see. Let's let's get the rest of the hands. Okay, uh, let's go to Matt next. Ah, Matt, what can I what can we help you with today? 
Yes, hello. Hey, man. Yes, hello. Uh, hey. So uh, I just wanted to mention that um, I'm glad you mentioned uh, the difference between a kitchen plunger and a, uh, a bathroom plunger. Um, I, I think it's important to note that I personally, I think um, bathroom plungers are um, more uh, appropriate for the bathroom because they have that extra plastic at the bottom mm-hmm. uh, and they're bigger. Um, yeah. So I think that's helpful. Um, that's my two cents. Also, um, just um, checking for for uh, maintenance of the toilet. Uh, I think I had a question. Um, is it um, usual practice to put vinegar into the toilet tank to um, to help um, help clean it, make sure that the water flows, you know because vinegar is a natural cleaner and that's my question that's a that's a that's an interesting question Matt I've never heard that um, but it, it's an interesting one and I'm sure it probably couldn't hurt uh, to do that um, vinegar is actually really good for cleaning a lot of things but it is uh, as you say a natural cleaner um, the one tip I have heard and obviously you have to be able to see to do this is if you're having a, a leak issue in your toilet, and you're not sure where it's coming from, um, the, uh, the, the, what you want to do if you, and you, again, you have to have a little vision to do this, is put some food coloring in your tank. And then if you see that food coloring coming into the bowl without flushing it, then you know that you've got a leak. And probably what you have is the little flapper that is at the bottom of the tank that when you flush, it runs water down into the bowl that that thing is got a either bad or got a leak in it or something. And so you want to get that, you want to get that replaced. That's a real simple replacement. You can go to any, um, and as I mentioned last time, uh, that, that part's fairly easy to take out. And uh, I actually may need to do that. So if I do, I will record uh, that and play, um, play that back for you uh, on a future show. But um I, I definitely uh, take that out. Um, and I, as I said last time, it's especially for those of us who are totally blind, it's always best if you can take a sample of the part that you need to replace with you and then just hand it over to somebody at the store you go to, whether it's a hardware store or a <coughs> Menards or a Lowe's or something. We've got somebody unmuted um, that um, if we could uh, mute, keep muted, please. Um but uh, anyway, I was just going to say that I was just saying that um, if you can take a replacement part with you, um, uh, then um, you can uh, certainly uh, uh, th- that's going to save you uh, a lot of headaches. But no, definitely um, vinegar in the toilet. I'll have to, I have to research that before our next. Um, I'll, I'll make a take an action item to do some research on that, and maybe somebody else knows if you can do that or not. So we'll see as we go down the list. Thank you, Matt. Um, who do we got next? Next is Cindy Laban. Cindy Laban. How are you? She's not, she's, she, uh, she must, are you still muted there, Cindy? I don't. She's muted. Yeah. You you are muted. And we do have, um, a couple other people. Okay, you, let's we, let's we want us come, to come back. Yeah, let's come back to Cindy. Maybe she needs okay. to get the okay button. Okay. Uh let's go to Deborah. Deborah. 
Hello. Well, I have a, a strange situation to tell you, and this doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, sometimes in these uh, geared-to-income housing uh, places, um, they they sort of make up their own rules as they go. And mm-hmm. a, a friend of mine called me. She said her toilet had overflowed. She thought it was blocked. But the office told her that they didn't want her to plunge. And I thought, that that's kind of, st- is, is that not stupid or what? You know, so, and, and the other thing I've heard is that um, you shouldn't use bleach to uh, clean out your toilet. I, I guess it's maybe got to do with the, uh, the like the inside of the, the pipes. The mm-hmm. other thing I've, I've noticed is that in some of these new buildings, it doesn't matter how much you flush, there's still um, there's still a, a smell that mm. comes from it. And, you know, if it's a new house, um, it, it permeates through, uh, through other places that, other than uh, the washroom. And that means that you have to leave the uh, ceiling the vent on the ceiling fan all the time, and that's kind of hard on the hydro. So, yeah, just very good things there. A couple. Of, well, now the first point you mentioned about not plunging, um, I suppose what they're afraid of is that you're going to send, you're going to overdo the, uh, uh, you know, the the, the uh, drain uh, pipes from the toilet, and it could it could you know water could overflow that and cause a leak is probably what they're afraid of, especially in um, places that um, um, I, one of these shows, I will, I will show share my, our trials and tribulations with an old condo building and dealing with leaks. Um, So I think they're probably, that's probably what they're afraid of, but at the same time, you got to do something. So that's the thing. And And it can take hours or maybe a day for the office to get to you. Exactly. You know, and it's like, what are you going to do? Exactly. Exactly yeah. right. Because when you got to go, you got to go. Well, hey, <laughs> we know. Absolutely. So, yeah. so yeah. So that, but, but I can, I think I know what they're saying from that first point. Um, I personally wouldn't listen to them. <laughs> I wouldn't either. They yeah, make so, up these silly rules as they go, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. They do. Um, other than that, um, yeah. Uh, as far as that, the whole uh, issue with that smell, um, yeah, that that's uh, it's interesting. The newer buildings, what it is is, um, at least U.S. wise, it is the uh, low flow low flow toilets, which we've had for years. Mm-hmm. But and they're the, and they're the dumbest things because, in my opinion, because especially uh, sometimes you have to um, you have to flush twice. And well, that's uh, right. Yeah. So you're using as much water as you would with the old ones. I, yeah, that's it, right. And sometimes you, you know, you, yeah. 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 Hey, I'm going to go on to somebody else, yeah, Deborah. Thank but you. thank you yeah. so much uh, for uh, thanks for being here this morning. We're we're kind of going to the crapper this morning, guys. <laughs> so that's all right. That's good. That that's important uh, thing to talk about. Uh, who do we got next? Uh, Cindy, can you get unmuted? Yes, I switched headsets. How's that? Oh, that sounds good. How are oh, you? Yes, I just had brand new headsets and was trying to figure out how to work them. And so I put on my hooked uh, up headsets. Well, I'm great. And I just want to tell Janet, by the way, I actually lost socks down the toilet. 
So it took a lot of plunging. I got them. And um, so anyways, what I wanted to ask about, since you're talking about toilets, I thought, oh, maybe I won't bother. You know, the has anybody ever replaced the whole getup in the back of the toilet? Not just the flapper, but I got a couple of issues with the rest of the mechanics back there. Has anybody uh, ever done that? Okay. I'm glad you brought this up. So I think, Cindy, what you're talking about is the whole assembly inside yes. the tank. Okay. Yes. I have done that. And um, I, I it brings me to a, a very important point that really caused a lot of, of pain for us um, when we were living in the uh, condo. Uh, the, the neighbors were a big part of the problem, but we won't go there. Okay. So, yes, I have done that. And... Um, so it's it's actually something that's not hard to do if you're you know reasonably mechanically inclined. Um, so um, so the way that you do that, and I'll keep it kind of short on this, um, um, is that you so what you have so if you so to give if you're totally blind to kind of give you a picture of what you're looking at here. So you got your your toilet in front of you, and you got your tank on the back, and on the lower left side of the tank is a bolt with a big nut on it at the top of it that hooks into the oh, tank. I saw that. Uh -huh. That is that is your whole that's your whole that that pulls off that whole assembly there. Oh. Below on the end of that pipe that sticks out of the tank going down towards the wall there is either in most places a hose or mm -hmm. a piece of copper pipe that runs down to what in most newer buildings, especially a shutoff valve. Um, first and foremost, make sure that you, so if you're going to do this. The first thing you need to do is make sure you can turn off that shutoff valve. Well, I can do and, that. Okay. That and by that. the Yeah. And by the way, this brings up a really important point with those shutoffs that are by like your sinks and your toilets and stuff. Exercise those once in a while, turn them off and turn them back on just to make sure that they stay good and loose. And if you can't turn one, uh, either you replace it or get somebody in to replace that because you do want to have that thing be able to work. So you make sure you turn that off first and then you disconnect that hose or the copper pipe from the bottom of that assembly. And then you, and well, and then the other thing you're going to have to do, you want to flush the, you want to turn off the shutoff and flush your toilet first. Because that's going to get the water out of the is a lot of the water out Correct. of the tank. When you take this assembly off, have a bucket underneath there because when you disconnect that hose, actually, have a bucket underneath there because that you're going to have some water in there and it's going to you need to flow down into a into a bucket and then so you want to have something under there to catch that. Then take that assembly off and that you know pull out the whole thing in the whole whole mechanics in there including the uh the the flapper part the flapper will be on a little chain that goes from the and you'll have to go inside your tank and disconnect that chain from your flush handle and uh, mm -hmm. you, you know pull that whole thing off and uh and then take it to uh like a menards or a lowe's or whatever store you have right. that does that and then have them give you a new part and then just put it back on um very important point with this is 
even if you do not touch the connection to the shutoff valve, check it and make sure because disturbing that hose or that piece of pipe could get that loose. Yes, I have seen it happen. Um, and so always make sure that when you turn that valve on, check down, check that, check down by that valve for any leaks when you flush that and immediately you know, get them, you know, tighten up those, tighten that <laughs> up and make sure it's good and tight. Because if you don't and you're in a multi-unit building like I was, um, you, you, the neighbors are going to get water and they may not be happy about it. So, um, and, and with condos, it gets messy because whose insurance covers it. And it, and mm-hmm. you get, there's, there's three insurances. There's yours, there's the neighbors, and then there's the association that you're dealing with. So, well, but no, that's how I you appreciate that. this. I think I might be able to do the water, the shut off, running the water through and emptying the tank. I, that I've done. But then okay. I got in there to dig around and said, oh, my God, are you, are you kidding? And I'm going to tell you, well, if water went down, it'd go into my laundry room. So, yeah, I, we don't I, want, uh, yeah, you don't I want need that. my dryer and washer. I actually, I actually, to figure out how to do this, Cindy, I actually mm-hmm. Googled and I think I typed in something like uh, replacing um, toilet tank assembly or something like that I'll and i actually pulled up pulled, pulled up a good youtube that actually was fairly descriptive oh, of how God. to do that if you know what you're looking at then you can listen to some good description that actually helps a lot so oh this is wonderful i just you know i mean one time like you said about listening to your toilet and as blind people we're really good at listening it's i thought you know that sounds a little weird and yep. so, like you yep. said, I, I got out Mr. Plunger, and I had on my gloves, and I plunged a couple times. I love using the plunger. It's a lot of fun. Um, there was a <laughs> tiny, a little cap had fallen in there, and it got mm-hmm. down in the way, and it just, that's what caused me. But also back to the vinegar, mm-hmm. um, to let you know that the Carl, Ritz Carlton, they use all natural products to clean their bathrooms. Uh-huh. And with and in their toilets and sinks, vinegar and baking soda. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting one. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. And I love this call. Thanks, Cindy. We're going to. And you still have several. I got several hands, Cindy. So I'm going to move on. Bye Bye now. Okay. Who do we got? All right. Um, Now, Jane had her hand up and it lowered. So, Jane, uh, anyone in Clubhouse? Um. Well, Clubhouse is having some problems at the moment. <laughs> I did try to raise the person's hand, um, but I'll, I'll let you know. Okay. okay. Sounds good. All right. So then I'm going to go back to, I'm going to go Jewel. back to Jewel now. Yeah. Hey, Jewel. Okay. I had a couple of tips um, for some of the people who were talking. Um, mm-hmm. First, the gentleman who had the bed frame that broke. Um, Tempur-Pedic mattresses tend to be a little heavier than other mattresses, so do know you should notice the weight of your Tempur-Pedic and make up the difference between that and a regular mattress to make sure that bed frame can hold that plus your weight, rather than just considering your weight for the weight limit of that bed frame. That may mm-hmm. be what did it, because Tempur-Pedic mattresses can be a little heavier. 
Uh, yes, they can. Sure. And sometimes yeah. the, bo- the 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 uh, things that they sit on top of can be pretty heavy, right. too. I, yeah, I've li- tried to lift one of them, the foundation. I've tried yeah, to lift one so of them. They're not light. They, no. So, yeah, that bed frame does not, the weight limit of that bed frame would not include the extra weight of that Tempur-Pedic mattress. So it may not actually be able to hold it. Rather than mm-hmm. trying to fix that bed frame, first find out if that weight limit can include the weight of that mattress. Definitely, um, definitely. So, yeah, it may be worth just getting a new bed frame that can include the weight limit of that, you know, include in the weight limit the weight of that mattress, um, not yep. just your personal weight. Okay, so then I also wanted to mention um, people talked about bleach in um, the toilet. Mm-hmm. Um, I know from personal experience that bleach can damage pipes, so you should never, ever put bleach in anything that goes to a pipe. Yeah. Um, that includes I I use non-bleach cleaning products in the bathroom altogether. Um, so don't put bleach in your tub, don't put bleach in your sink, don't put bleach in your toilet. Um, if you have a clog, somebody mentioned vinegar and baking soda. Um, vinegar, you put baking soda down into there, and then you spring you, you sprinkle the baking soda. Wait a moment, pour the vinegar, cover that so you don't have a geyser. Um, cause you may end up getting some that spits back out, which is not an issue, but vinegar in the eyes is not fun. Uh, no. <laughs> um, it's not gonna, it's not gonna kill you, but it's not gonna, it's not it ain't gonna feel good. good. <laughs> yeah. So it, just in case you get a really bad reaction, vinegar and baking soda is what they use in the volcanoes for elementary scientific science experiments. So you're going to get a bubbly reaction. You may actually get a geyser. That's pretty rare though. Yeah. Um, but it's great for cleaning clogs. Um, if that doesn't do it, then you may have to use a snake or something. Um, but generally, vinegar and baking soda is great for cleaning out any clogs. Um, and it is good for general maintenance. Like every couple of weeks, go ahead and just put a little bit of baking soda, a little bit of vinegar. It can clear up any possible issues uh, over hmm. time. And that gotta... would be why the hotel does that. Yeah. Um, this would be a good point maybe for me to talk about drains a little bit and, um, and just kind of the way I like to do drains. So I'm really actually kind of scared of some of these chemicals that these clean, these drain, uh, drain cleaners that they have. I know how to use, there's one that I've got a couple, a bottle, a couple bottles of that, um, you know, if I need it, which I've. I said to the, I went to the hardware store and I got the stuff and I said, okay, now you tell me how I need to use this stuff. And so he did. Um, there was one he told me it was going to sell me that said, well, you got to ever put a pan on top of it. It's just got lye in it and it'll like go. Okay, I don't need to be doing that. So this stuff is Tiger or something or other. I'll have to get the name of it. But it's, um, it's, um, but, but when I do drains, my first, plan of action on a drain is to is to plunge it out um i'm about six foot three and pretty strong so i can knock a lot of stuff through i'd rather do that as the first um line of defense um i love the idea of vinegar and baking soda i I will definitely have to try that and i like your your idea of uh taking and putting a little bit of that doing some preventive maintenance and Mm -hmm. taking a little bit of that through every so often i i had a couple other points yeah, please. And then um, we got to so get some other hands. So yeah. go ahead. The other thing with the drains is if it's hair, oftentimes with a bathtub is a hair, if you can get a crochet hook, believe it or not, crochet hooks are great. Like a metal one would be, it's really good for grabbing hair out of the a clogged drain. 
for tub. It's, I've done it. It's amazing at getting hair out. So that's really good for that. Um, if you have kids with long hair or something. The other thing is there was a lady last time who had an outside valve that she couldn't turn because it was at a, a weird angle in a like deep under, you know, in a pipe, I think it was. Yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah. I was looking at things and somebody suggested getting one of those extension rods with a hook at the end. And yeah. you can hook the valve and then just turn it in a circle or motion and it will turn the valve for you. Um, so obviously counterclockwise to the left for on and clockwise or right to go off. Yeah. Um, so I just thought I'd mention that you can get those extension rods with hooks at yeah. Um, hardware stores. Yeah, it's uh, now that now if you're total and trying to see where that valve is, but yeah, if you can kind of get your hook right down there and kind of feel, you can kind of feel if it hooks that valve or not. So right. you should be able I, to feel that. I, I would be able to do it by feel, just by hearing, like feel where the valve is, put it around the valve to get the hook yep. up under it. Then you'll feel you'll feel the scraping against the valve, and when it doesn't scrape anymore, it's going to be hooked on the valve. Yep. Uh, yep. Okay. Very good. So Thanks, Jewel. I thought I mentioned. Thanks, Jewel. Appreciate it. Um, what do we got next? Uh, next is Diane Harms. Hey, Diane. Hello, everybody. Hey. Yeah, this is a really good show. I'm glad I was able to listen to this. Um, don't want to be too graphic, but one thing I do is um, whenever I go to number two, I always flush twice you know, at least twice. And then that way you avoid problems too yeah. with clogging. And so I, I just thought I'd throw I, that I, there. Yeah. Okay. You know, people, <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. People, you know, they may not know that. They may not do that. That could yeah. really save you, you know. Our, our house is older. And so, um, the you know, the doesn't, pipes don't quite drain like the new ones. They don't have as much suction. So, you know, just, a good thing to avoid problems. <laughs> okay, thanks. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, appreciate nope, it. <laughs> okay, um, what do we got next? Next is Spider Woman. I think that is that Heidi. Yes, ma'am. Right. Hey, Heidi, Spider Woman. Okay. Um, um, you... I actually have a couple of tips. Oh, I please. Had... Yes, I had heard that, and I've done this before. That if you put a can of regular Coke Classic in your toilet and let it sit for a couple hours, and then you um, take your regular toilet brush and you brush it out, it will get rid of all the stains. Have done it. It mm. does work. Oh, okay. Um, another added thing for the baking soda and vinegar drain is after you do it, Flush all of it down with boiling hot water. Mm -hmm. um, another tip that I have heard from um, some septic people, because we've had plenty of issues, um, is instead of using the Ridex um, once a month, instead of doing that, get a yeast packet. Dump that in your toilet, flush it down. That will um, help your system to break down um, stuff. Mm -hmm. And you do that once a month, just like Ridex. 
And if you have a septic system, do not use Dawn dish soap because it will kill your system because it's all antibacterial for Dawn mm-hmm. most of the time. And that's what your septic system feeds on is bacteria. Okay. Good, good, uh, good tips. I, I don't think, I know my, my parents used to be on septic, but I don't believe my mom ever used Dawn. So she was, uh, she was good shape there. Um, yes. Yeah. So thank Well, thank you for sharing those. I do, uh, do appreciate it. Um, um, who do we got? Maybe if we could move on to something else, we've done a lot of talking about toilets. Maybe if we could, if anybody's got something else that they'd like to talk about. Well, our not, next not, hand, not that it's not important. <laughs> our next hand belongs to Gregory. Hey, Gregory. Alta, audio now unmuted. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. This is going to be one more drain. Hand now lowered. Um, okay. Um, I've used the old Comet cleanser to for maintenance and keeping it clean, the drain. Mm-hmm. Especially a sink drain. But one thing that I, I made a mistake one long time ago, if you got a double sink... Make uh-huh. sure has left the meeting. When you're plunging one side, make sure the other side is completely blocked because if you don't, you're going to have a geyser. <laughs> yeah, talking from experience. So that's all I have to say. So. I appreciate that, and 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 I don't. Yeah. Um, now I I will say one thing about the old comet. Um, be careful with your fixtures with it uh, because it can scratch a little bit. Now it sounds like you had a good experience with, with the drain with it. Um, yeah, I, I, I recommend, actually, this came from uh, my mother-in-law, uh, God bless her soul. Um, we, I recommend a product called, if for doing sinks and, and stuff, and you know, if you want to use a cleanser, I recommend a product called Bonami, yeah, B-O-N-A-M-I, yeah. I think it is. It's similar yeah. to Comet. You can get it. I found it at Ace Hardware uh, has it, um, and it's very similar to Comet. It doesn't seem to scratch as much as uh, Comet can sometimes do. Um, when we, uh, several years ago, when we were living in our condo and did a pretty much a full bath remodel, um, we got nice new fixtures and, of course, didn't want to mess them up too bad. So we started using that. So, um, and it, it works just about, it works just as good and it's, uh, and, and, and everything. So we've been using it all all since we've been down here too, so. Um, okay. Um, thanks so much, Gregory. And, uh, who else we got, Diane? Deborah. Ah, Deborah. Sorry about this. I just had one more, uh, quick, important point. Um, I wouldn't recommend pouring, um, boiling water into your sink or toilet because I had quite a bad experience one time when, um, we didn't have uh, hot water, and uh, so I went to. I thought, okay, uh, I, d- I didn't even give it a thought. I, you know, put the plug in the sink, and I thought I would pour some water, like from the kettle, and I just boiled the kettle into mm-hmm. the sink, and all of a sudden I heard bang, and I stuck my hand in the sink, and there was a great big crack in the uh, in in the sink. And I guess because the uh, toilets and the sinks are porcelain, I guess that can um, that can really uh, do it uh, do it damage. Now I you know things could be different like nowadays, but um, I, I 
be kind of afraid to do that. I think I think it's a great idea to you know to get things clean like that. Yeah. Well, you raise a very important tip, Deborah, and that is kind of know what your fixtures are if you're dealing with that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, for example, the metals, the, the stainless steel sinks, probably that wouldn't hurt that. It wouldn't happen as bad. No. Um, I do know that um, one of the products that I've that I've um, uh, got does say they're, you know, followed up with hot water. It doesn't say boiling water. It says hot water. But yeah, yeah, yeah. good, good um Good, good yeah. point. Just, your kitchen sink is one thing, but I think your bathroom sink and and tub and toilet are totally uh, totally different. Yep. Uh, good, uh, good, good point there. Thank you for sharing. What do we got next? Actually, nobody. Okay. So I've got a couple things I'd like to uh, talk about for a few minutes, and um, some of the conversation today has. Uh, you know, led me to uh, thinking about. So one of the things I said we would talk about, I would mention, is where to get accessible tools. Um, and there are, a co- there are a couple of places that I'm familiar with, and maybe some of you have other ideas. But the two main places that I'm aware of uh, that I've bought things through, uh, definitely MaxiAids, uh, MaxiAids, M-A-X-I-A-I-D-S dot com. And I know, among other things, they sell a talking tape measure. Um, I've also got a Braille tape measure, and I'm not sure where that one came from. That was uh, gifted to me by our, you know, the, the, the man who's this call is named is named for and you know dedicated to a Larry Turnbull. Um, but um, basically, um, uh, Maxi Aids is definitely a good place to look for. Um, different types of accessible uh, tools. Um, and then um, I think independent living aids um, whose site, I don't remember off the top of my head, but you can Google independent living aids and you can uh, find different, uh, different things that way. Um, the third place that I was thinking of, cause they will ship, uh, but I haven't looked at their catalog just to see if they have any tools in there is uh, through the uh, Chicago Lighthouse. They have a Tools for Living store. You can go to chicagolighthouse.org. Um, and by the way, any you know, a lot of blindness products, that actually is a good place to go. And it's um, they're, they're based out of Chicago. And I know for those of us in the Midwest, it's a little bit quicker shipping. So uh, um, you know, others, it may not make a whole lot. And, and I think most of your like, lighthouse-type places have, um, have those kind of... Uh, have those kind of uh, of stores so uh definitely uh definitely something to uh a couple of uh, items for accessible tools um the other thing i wanted to mention uh talk a little bit about is and i think i want to spend some more time in a future show going through this um we we got into it briefly last call and that was about okay when you do need to hire somebody how do you make sure you get a quality person and um you know, get quality help. Okay. Um, there are some apps you can use. I think Melissa Hudson last call mentioned TaskRabbit. I haven't really looked into that as much. Um, Angie used to be Angie's list, but uh, Angie is another good one uh, to hire. Um, the the only caution, the cautionary tale I'd say on the different apps is you want to look into them a little bit and know how they vet people because you want to make sure that you get 
um, you know, good quality people. I still think the uh, more more foolproof solution, or at least you know, less issues. Nothing's totally foolproof. Um, if you have a either a local home builders association in your area, and you can Google your community home builders association to see or association of home builders and see if you have. Uh, them and they'll usually have a phone number that you can call and they're very helpful uh, to uh, um, to you if you call and ask about you know tell them what you're wanting to, you're needing done and they'll they'll give you some recommendations of people that they uh, deal with the other the second one is NARI N A R I it stands for National Association of the Remodeling Industry um, NARI I think is their website and um, you can, I believe, plug in your location. Now, I don't, I don't know about the accessibility of it. Okay, uh, so uh, there may be a little hit and miss there, uh, but you can plug in your your community. You should be able to plug in your community and get um, get some ideas of some. Those are people that do uh, remodeling, and if they're nearly affiliated, uh, they've been you know vetted a little bit more. And that, and then the third one is if you know a good realtor or have used a good realtor to maybe purchase your, 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 your home, um, talk to them. A lot of times they'll have lists of preferred vendors that they can, and they can give you contact information. And what's nice about using that source is your, your realtors are local. They're local to your community. They know your community. And obviously they're going to recommend good people, um, that they know and that they work with in the community. So it's probably uh, good. Of course, it's always uh, using family and friends and uh, neighbors. And that certainly helps because, um, and we are coming approaching 10 to the hour, Diane, I am aware of that. Um, so uh, uh, basically, uh, you know, friends and neighbors, um, that can give you some good recommendations. Um, one, when we moved to this area, we, uh, we're looking for somebody to do um, uh, heating, heating and air conditioning, and um, came on a good company uh, here. And uh, actually, one of our our friends who tends to be a little picky about you know how he wants things done, he has used them twice. And I thought, okay, if this person likes them, by golly, uh, we can trust him as well. So um, uh, that was uh, that was uh, something to do, and. I'd recommend to for things like HVAC and stuff like that. If you can find a company that has a good membership plan, um, you know, like where you pay so much a year and you get, you get some benefits, um, go with that because that's going to give you some peace of mind because a lot of them have, you know, you get priority service. So if you have something that you need some help that they'll come out and help you, um, if you, uh, uh, you know, need some, something, um, you can sometimes get discounts off routine service. Uh, I know the one we have, we get two free tune-ups a year, one for heating and one for air conditioning and, um, and that, and, um, they're, uh, so, so yeah, just some different things to think about, um, when you're, when you're hiring somebody, um, and um, we'll get more into this maybe in a future call. But um, another thing that you definitely want to do, uh, especially if you're totally blind, is um, 
try to, you know, when, if you have to, if you have work done, uh, like, you know, maybe carpentry work or drywall work or painting or something like that. Um, you're, I, I hate to, I hate to not be independent, but you're going to almost have to have somebody kind of look at that for you and make sure that it's done, you know, prop done properly. And that, you know, cause it's, you know, they, they most companies, especially reputable ones, they'll, they'll warranty their work. So if there's something that's not satisfactory, they'll come back and fix, fix it. But you don't know that if you can't see it. So, um, you know, have a good, it's always helpful to have a good trusted, you know, person around, whether it's a family member, a good friend, you know, somebody that, that you can trust that's going to be honest with you and tell you, uh, hey, this looks great, or hey, uh, there's some issues here and what the issues are. And then you can uh, go ahead and do that because you, you don't like to think that people take advantage of, of us, but maybe they kind of do sometimes. So, um, you know, I, um, I, I think uh, that's that's always something to uh, to think about. But definitely, just uh, sharing a few thoughts about how to make how to hire good people. Okay, we've got a few minutes left, so let's see if we can take a. Do we have any and other hands? Three three hands. Okay, let's take these three. Okay. Uh, so let's be. It, it is. It's about eight minutes to eight minutes to. So we got some time. So, but three minutes, three hands. Let's take these three hands. Who do we got? Okay, Matt. Hey, Matt. Hello. Hey. Hello. Uh, so, uh, just, just to note, uh, independentliving.com is a site, I believe. Um, and um, I haven't bought anything from there, but uh, it has a lot of stuff on that website. So okay. I just want to mention that. Thank you. Thanks very much. Next hand. Uh, next is Jewel. Ah, Jewel. Hey. Um, hey. That's correct. Independentliving.com. I just want to and say yes that is correct i just went to it and made sure um as far as you mentioned braille tape measure the one i have which i use for my crafting mostly is from the braille store i don't know if they have a website but they're on amazon um and they also have braille rulers and other things as well um a lot of games too good thank you um, and one more tool um mm -hmm. there is a talking digital uh level and I believe it's also a protractor. Um, and it's from E-Outl, E-O-U-T-I-L. It is a talking one. It also has a very visual um, backlit screen, di uh, digital screen. So it would be e great for low vision as well. E-A-U-T-I-L. I, I actually need a level. E so I'm so yep. E-Outl. So I'm going to definitely look into that because I need a level. Okay. <laughs> so thanks. Awesome. Well, yeah, it is a talking and um, good for low vision as well since it's backlit and large uh, screen. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. Um, and last hand. Well, actually, okay. We do have two now. So um, we got time. Uh, Gregory, Gregory is next. These are going to be our last two, though. Alta, audio okay. now unmuted. Yeah, uh, Ray, I, I stepped away for a minute, but Hand now lower. there is a, a, a talking tape mirror from Cobalt. It's very good. I use it. Okay. And I don't know if you mentioned anything about home repair warranties. Have you had any experience with those? Home repair. You know what? Let's talk about that uh, next time because okay. um, we I have had experience with them, and I've actually had to use one. And Was it good? Was your experience good? Um, kind of hit and miss, I'd say. Okay, okay. But uh, so I'll, uh, I'll 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 talk about that next time. So uh, okay. thank you. If if uh, 
Yeah. The way I want to run this call, as you guys have seen, is I want to kind of let you guys drive it, but I will always have topics prepared to talk about. That's called being a good facilitator. So, Mm -hmm. all right, let's take that last hand, Diane. Roberta. Roberta. Hi there, Ray. Hey. Um, I have uh, two quick questions. Well, a quick question. Um, Jewel mentioned, I think it was Jewel, something, uh, an alternative to Ridex for septic, and I didn't catch the name. And the other thing I wanted to mention is um, it's it's an older style of measuring device, but it is the click ruler which yeah. I really, I have one and I really enjoy it. Um, I, I, it's, I've had it so long. I have no idea where I got it. I'm okay. sorry to say. I don't but, remember the, uh, if, if the person who talked about the alternative to Ridex is still, I think it was Deborah. I don't remember okay. sure, but if she, if that person could raise their hand, I'll have Diana, uh, Diane call on you and you can give us that information. If you're still here. Heidi. Heidi. Okay. I'm sorry. It was yeast. Yeah, just get a yeast packet is what you're saying, right? Oh. Yep, just a regular old yeast packet. Oh, okay, great. Thanks. You bet. Okay. Well, listen, uh, before we go, um, this call for the next two months is going to move to the second Saturday at noon Eastern. Um, the reason for that is that on the set- first Saturday in March, I am going to be in Washington, D.C. in the middle of an ACB board meeting. About Well, I'll probably be on lunch break right now, but anyway. I'll be in, uh, attending the ACB board meeting. And the first Saturday in April, which is the 6th, I will be involved in our state convention. So uh, we'll not be able to do this call. So next two months, uh, mark your calendars, March 9th and March and April 13th are, will be our dates. And um, I will um, certainly work with community to make sure that that is updated on the community schedule. Uh, for the next two months, but we'll be back here on the first Saturday in May after that. So uh, anyway, I want to thank Diane for hosting this morning. I want Today, I want to thank Jane uh, for streaming and for handling Clubhouse, although I understand there might have been some problems with Clubhouse. Thank you so much, everybody, for your participation. Um, this has uh, been a great experience so far, and I hope it continues. Um, and again, if you have projects that you're doing, uh, one thing I want to encourage you, uh, if you're actually doing a project and or doing something and you want to record that and share it, um, we can uh, work out a way to make that happen. And so um, uh, we can talk more about that as we move forward. So uh, thanks again, everybody. And uh, keep on keep on improving the house. Handy, keep on being handy around the house. <laughs>